0: Wonder with wonder, Mr. Eddie B. Joining me is the Red Nordic Beast himself, Mr. Larry Giver, looking uh, as wild as he normally does.
1: Wait, fuck, are we recording? Yes. Oh, fuck, I should, I, I should probably put my penis away.
0: Mmm, it's me too. <laughs>
1: Uh, the hell's going on?
0: Uh, nothing much. And uh, we want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving If you had it, if you're about to have it Or if you're not celebrating it But, you know, still want to eat turkey And gobble gobble and with family and friends and stuff Today's episode though whew, It's going to be Something, it's going to be a good discussion uh, Me and Larry was talking about it And it has to deal With a uh, recent uh, Should I say controversy? I, uh
1: Recent Bullshit.
0: Okay, okay, we'll go with that. Um, so, the Video Game Awards is coming December 1st. Uh, is
1: no, that correct? The, the Video Game Awards is that Spike bullshit. Oh, yes. That's was GAs.
0: oh I thought it was the Video Game Awards.
1: No, no. Video Game Awards was Spike. They had the VGA's. This is just the Game Awards. Oh, they changed it again? No, it, it, ever since... Uh, Keely started doing this. This is the Game Awards. This isn't associated with Spike, who had the tag for Video Game Awards.
0: Oh, wow. I thought, oh, because I thought they showed it on Spike. That's why.
1: No, they they stream it through, like, everything, but I don't think it. I don't know that Spike carries it, especially considering once this came around, um, Spike's VGAs got tanked because Uh, the VGAs were garbage. Yeah, that is.
0: So, um, we're going to get into what the controversy. Uh, Apparently, um, (laughs) well, Larry posted an interesting uh, discussion comment, I should say, a discussion status in one of our Facebook groups. And um and it's also on World One One uh Facebook group. So do guys, if you're not part of us, join us on the Facebook of uh, World One One and join it in, in the discussion. We would love to hear what you guys thinking. Guys have to say, um, but it it deals with a certain well two games in particular. One game I know Larry is kind of. Uh, disappointed I should say because it happened Um, and I'm putting it in PC terms (laughs) because I know I know it's a mess Um, AM2R and Pokemon Uranium have got taken down Um, the uh, Game Awards had a category for best fan creation and AM2R uh, which is another Metroid 2 remake and Pokemon Uranium uh, we're on the it, but it's rumored. We don't really know the full story, uh, so we're actually spectating. Uh, some people take it as fact, some people don't, that Nintendo had the games removed. Um, they did get a DMCA uh, when they did come out, so uh, that may have had affected or... Um, th- there could be so many reasons on why but apparently those two games got taken off the ballot and there's now only two other games that you they could choose from uh, one is uh, uh, modded doom 64
1: and uh, what was the other one Larry oh fuck I don't remember it wasn't anything I had heard about
0: okay and, and some other game that we never heard about because you know what hey we're a train of professionalism we're trying, to, we're trying to do our adulthood, but, hey, we're on an Amtrak that just crashed. So, hey, sue us. Or something. Um, so, uh, the discussion was about AM2R and Pokemon Uranium getting taken down. Um, we're gonna get thoughts first, and then we're going to probably, uh, like, just kind of, like, dive in on what we really think happened. So... Larry
1: oh I can tell you what I really think happened what I'm almost certain fucking happened uh your your first problem comes in the fact that uh Nintendo chairs this award show um along with a few others and I'm about gonna guarantee you that it comes down to the fact that uh these two games technically stepped on Nintendo's toes when it comes to copyright issues but um and the others did not, because they were not based off of any Nintendo owned property. Uh, that being said, uh, my severe suspicion is that, as a result of that, Nintendo said, "You got to yank them." Where we're not, you know, putting them on the show. Fuck you. Uh, which I call bullshit. Because if you're going to put a category like that in the show, then it's either got to be all or nothing. You can't let, you know, somebody on the board. On you know, as a chair of the show, get butthurt feelings about the fact that some of the nominees were ones that technically infringed on their copyrights, but let other ones go that actually and in- technically infringed on somebody else's copyrights. It's like I don't care if you you know punch somebody else in the face; that's cool as long as you don't punch me in the face, and that's bullshit. So either anybody's allowed for this category, or ditch the category. This middling in between thing is bullshit
0: well uh, my thoughts on it was i didn't know nothing about it until you actually mentioned it and i know in our discussion where we was talking about it um i was just like well you know it probably is copyright because pokemon uranium i know nintendo you know sent the uh issue to dmca but i'm like pokemon kind of really belongs to the pokemon company and yeah, so I kind of
1: thought the rights on that. Oh, okay, because see,
0: I it's thought see, I thought the Pokemon company would say more than Nintendo would.
1: They don't have to. They're under the umbrella of Nintendo as a second party developer, and so Nintendo overall owns the rights.
0: Okay, but the, no, that wasn't the Pokemon. Who did Timbo and the uh, uh, Game Freak? Game Freak. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Because they did uh, Tempo, the, uh, el- the elephant one. Um, yeah, and so I, I kind of think that, you know, I understand why they got taken down um, because of the copyright infringement issue. Um, if Nintendo did say something, uh, I would actually be shocked because they, of course, they didn't come out. I and I was telling Larry, I was like, I think Nintendo Japan said something, then Nintendo of America. Um,
1: I don't care who said something; they fucking said something, and they should have kept their mouth shut.
0: Well, it's it, it the fan creation thing is kind of weird because it's just like you would think that fan creation would probably be like. Uh, include music like like music arrangement like you know it's like soundtracks um or we include artwork you know just just something that people could really appreciate, but why did it have to be video uh video game mods or even uh fan remakes
1: as I understand it, I don't think it was limited to just like fan games. I do think it was open to some other mediums as well, mm-hmm. but those were the standouts of the year. But there has uh, been two of them, for obvious reasons. But,
0: but there has been some standout fair-made soundtracks, um, and it would be surprising why they didn't get included. You know, you know, why does it just have to be video games? And I understand Am Two R and Pokemon Uranium. Did um, well not say they borrowed some assets. Um, it for some things it looks like they did borrow some assets, but you know people who played who made these games really spent like a long time making these games, and for them to get taken down by Nintendo and then to also begin taken down by at the Game Awards, it's kind of unfair. I should say.
1: Like, the the original takedown order I get, and I understand that's fine, you know, I I think Nintendo almost acted classy in that regard, in the fact that they let it go for, like, about a week before they issued the the takedown on it, and instead of, you know, ordering a cease and desist, uh, you know, seven years deep into the project, because this thing went for, like, eight, nine years for them to make it, you know, and actually let it get out in the wild. Uh, Where it was, at that point, going to be unstoppable, you know, because we all know that once something's on the internet, it never fucking goes away, uh, as much as you may want it to, Right. but, you know, they, they actually let it exist for a little while before issuing that takedown order, so...
0: And I think I, I think because of the popularity of these games and being talked to the media got Nintendo to recognize them to actually say something. Because if nobody if if it was kept on the low, I think those games still would have been out right now and Nintendo wouldn't have said nothing.
1: Unless yeah, they would have been on YouTube. Those those are too big though to keep quiet. Yeah no way that shit was gonna happen
0: but i, I think because once the word get out and, and nintendo sees it that's when the the problems of getting it getting taken down is going to happen like i understand i understand that uh you know they're gonna they need their coverage and people need to know but i feel like when it comes to nintendo for like friend creation games if you're going to really borrow heavily from Nintendo, let it be word of mouth so that Nintendo doesn't find out. A, don't twitch it. You know, don't don't stream it. B don't put it on YouTube. Let people play it for themselves. And then if Nintendo ends up still finding out,
1: then do a DMCA on it. You know well, there's no way you were gonna keep that shit quiet. I mean These things were getting publicity all the way through development, let alone release. And then on top of that, you know, there's no way that you're not going to get people to not talk about it once they're out and they can actually get their hands on it to boot. It's not going to happen.
0: And you gave us a review of AM2R and you you truly enjoyed it. Like, you really want Nintendo to bring the game
1: to that Um, platform. Yeah, A, it's my game of the year, plain and simple. Um, the only contender for it at this point, besides that, uh, for me, is a game that I played this year but did not come out this year, and that would have been Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay. Um, Axiom Verge would be in the running, too, um, but God, Ori was so pretty, It's you know, and I, I can't qualify Ori because, again, I played it this year for the mm-hmm. first time, but it didn't come out this year, so.
0: Well, it could always That's, be, though. Yeah. Know. It could always be your best backlog game. So, you know.
1: But, yeah. uh, No. AM2R was spectacular. And I'd root it for Game of the Year. And on top of that, you know, as as much as I have a deep, deep, deep love for the series, I honestly think that AM2R is the best entry into the series, period. Um, You know, I... Uh I would rather go back to AM2R now than uh, the original Metroid Two on the Game Boy, Mm -hmm. which, you know, up until that point, long stood as my favorite entry into the series. And it's not because my love for the original Game Boy game has diminished. It's because that AM2R takes that experience and fleshes it out way more fully than uh, ever could have happened in there. And it it does so, like I said, without intruding upon... um, the, the rest of the lore of the series, it just nestles in there nicely. But uh, I've drooled over that all fucking summer long since August, so I'm going to stop talking about the game itself. But the issue at hand here is that, you know, um, somebody committed a, a heinous act of bullshit by pulling this and Uranium out of the running altogether. That's it's just crap. And, you know?
0: and, and it's funny that we... Um well I could say we. Um that a lot of blame is falling on Nintendo because they're on the board. It, but probably Jeff Keeley probably said something. You know, he probably was just like, Okay, um as much as we want these games oh, they've been taken down, all right, then we gotta take these games off. Like Jeff Keeley probably made a decision to do it. Um, that Nintendo didn't have no say in.
1: I'm doubting it. I I can only fathom from what happened last year that he has a little more integrity than that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in, in regards to the uh, the Kojima thing, but you know, I just I, I can't see him being the one. Any he maybe he could have. I'm just I don't see it. Um, that him being the one that said nope, yank him
0: and, and like I said we'll never understand it um, I didn't play Pokemon Uranium uh, and it was too late for me to download AM2R um, but I think if I search around I could probably get it
1: <laughs> you ain't gonna search fucker, I'll drop box it to you <laughs> oh no, I'll be loud about it what are they going to do? It's my file. I'll do whatever the hell I want with it. I'm not publicly distributing it. I'm privately distributing it, and I'm not selling it, so fuck them. Hey, Nintendo, you hear this? You want my money? Take this shit and put it on one of your systems, and I'll give you my money for it. Fuck you.
0: I love you, Nintendo. I can't wait for the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Suck up. Hey, I'm a defender of Nintendo. I can't (laughs) help it.
1: (laughs) But, yeah. So that's, that, that's the big controversy. I think it's shenanigans, and I, it would make me very happy to hear the issue acknowledged uh, mm-hmm. during the show by Keeley, uh, same as the issues with Kojima were acknowledged. I, I think that was a, a classy way to say, fuck you, um, when he did that, and... I would have some semblance of faith restored if uh, that happened again here, on behalf of uh, uranium and AM2R, but I kind of don't think it will.
0: And, and so. you know, and even if neither, and I can say this: even if they stayed on both stayed on the ballot and neither of them won, like it went to Doom sixty four, uh, just to cover detail or something, um, I I still appreciate that they got recognized. And it sucks that they got taken down, but, you know, I I feel like it's an honor that they did get recognized. And uh, I, I think both of the creators who made these games, they were just showing their passion for these uh for these series and that I love and respect like you guys mm-hmm. put time and effort into this and it sucks that it did get taken down um but that, and, and I think uh the guy who made AM2R he's like I knew that was the risk but you know I wanted to show them that I love this game and you know this series needs to be treated better
1: um yeah no kidding and
0: and it's, um, and I know that's a different discussion of the Metro series being treated better, um, because that could come from so I many Federation forces. Well, you know what? Not even Federation. I will, I would say, not even Federation Force And yes, I'm bad because I haven't gotten the gotten the game because other stuff came out, and I definitely well, need you to know what it
1: I got the game, and I've barely touched it since August when it came out. Oh, no. well, that that, that to should tell you something.
0: Well, yeah, a, a lot of people have dropped off from it, um, but but the I think the hatred for it, where people be like, don't bring this game out and sign all the petition and stuff that, I think that was overdone, and I think people who did get the game were just like, yeah, it's okay, it's not the best, but mm, it's it's fun in in a little bit way. So I mean, it's it's manageable, I should say, or passable, um, but it's, it's not, not the full. I've
1: game. played, but it's. It doesn't belong in that franchise. This this could have been its own little standoff. Fuck. This would have been an interesting way if they had done a little you know, gone a little bit different direction. This could have been a really interesting way to uh get back into like uh bring back custom robo.
0: Mm, yeah. yeah. You know. And I I would say this for the Nintendo Switch. I, I hope it it would be weird if Bill Trennan actually took a step, or even the other guy who's running the indie game uh development side of Nintendo, like doing deals and stuff. It, yeah. It it would be cool to make it up if they went to that fan, uh, and even though they, you know, they said, you know, we can't bring your AM to R, but if you would like to make a game for our system. Uh, exclusively for Nintendo Switch we might be able to work something out and help you yes Nintendo really really wouldn't do that but it would be cool to be like you know what uh, this is the steps that you need to take if you want to put a game on our platform and to be recognized and actually rewarded um, in a monetary sense uh, for your work
1: fuck that shit they just need to straight up hire him to R and D one and get him working on dread.
0: Well, that that, that be, that's up to Japan, I should say, <laughs> kind of. Um, because my thing with my thing would be this: that well, Sony Sony not going to snatch him up, but I was I think Microsoft would snatch him up if they were able to see his work. I think they'll be quick to snatch him up. But uh, but I feel like if he really wants to make a game, and I really hope he does make a game for for Nintendo or for any platform, I really hope that his next game that you know that he worked that he works on, that someone comes and help him, they all work on unity and put it out and be rewarded. Yep. Yeah. you know, and and I could say this. Take the ideas from Metroid, from the uh, AM2R, and put them in this new game. Make your own Metroid game, style game. I say.
1: Well, Axiom did that, and Axiom was great, and I I love Axiom Verge, yeah. but you know, I, I still want a new actual Metroid game. You know, I, I love the I love the genre, I love the style, but I also love that universe. Yes, and I want to know what happens next in that universe.
0: Yes, I agree. I, I'm, I'm so, right here with you.
1: Yeah. You know, part of me almost just gets frustrated with the fact that, you know, we get so many good Metroidvania games, but Nintendo sits there with their thumb up their ass going, this doesn't sell. And, and unfortunately, traditionally, to a degree, they're right, because it's not one of the better-selling series that they have which is probably what happened to some of the stuff, you know, along the way through the years like Metroid and F0 and Custom Robo and Chibi Robo, but uh, and honestly, let's let's be real here, Chibi Robo probably suffered a more unique fate mm. in the fact that they refused to make another game that was like the original that everybody did like and then go, "But it's Chibi Robo, you should buy this." And you, we all looked at it and went yeah, but it doesn't have the fun stuff in it that we like from the first one. You just took the character asshole
0: and made it so, 3D.
1: Because the first one was adorable.
0: Was that GameCube?
1: Yeah, that was that was GameCube, and then there was a couple of others, and the latest one was uh, ZipLash, which uh, mediocre at absolute best. It had some a couple of nifty things to it, but, man, it had fucking problems.
0: Yeah, that, that I agree. Because um, I thought Chibi-Robo wasn't a Nintendo property. I thought it was a third-party's a third game.
1: No, that's theirs. Really? That's theirs, yep. My Chibi-Robo amiibo is the only one that's actually life-sized. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I still have mine in the box. Uh I I took the game out, but I still got the uh amiibo in the
1: box. He's goddamn adorable. Yes,
0: he he really is. The, the, oh goodness, the amiibo. Uh, when they first came out I wanted them all. And I still want all of them. Like I still pick up and buy amiibos. Uh I actually like the Animal Crossing ones. I got of course I got the raccoon. Um uh, uh the one your wife and Adrian hates. Oh, Tom
1: Nook. Tom Nook,
0: yeah. <laughs> he was the one that I that I got.
1: I take great pleasure in like hiding that thing places. <laughs> like I'll put him in the fridge overnight, and she'll go to get in the fridge in the morning. Like, why the fuck is Tom Nook in the fridge in front of my milk?
0: <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. I love Tom Nook. He a hustler. I I had to give it to Tom Nook. He is a hustler. Um oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh but, but yeah, it's I at some point I would like to finish off the collection of Smash amiibos. The other ones I don't care about nearly as much, but I would like the full set of Smash amiibos. You
0: have all of uh Samus, right? Uh Zero Suit. Yeah, and-
1: I've got the the power suit and uh or the various suit and the zero suit.
0: Okay. So. Uh, I would love the dark salmon. Oh, I would love that. Just a metallic black with the light blue. Oh, I think that would be so. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Let me stop. Because you'll cause you add something, and then I'll be like, I'm coming to uh, Indiana to hug you. We'll stop by King Gyros, and then we'll go to the pancake house later on. Uh, we'll get something to eat. I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. Ever since I texted King Guy I can't stop talking about it.
1: Oh, it is good food, though. It's good hole-in-the-wall food. Um, But uh, something did occur to me uh, this week, and I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, this could be a fucking brilliant thing here. Um, I'm thinking about the Switch, and I'm realizing, and let's be honest, they can claim it all they want. They will end up dropping support for the 3DS Within six months of the switch coming out, I doubt it's that. just it, it's bound to fucking happen. It won't. But that being said, that could be one of the best things for the switch ever. Think about it. If they're down to one platform, one system that works as both handheld and home console, mm-hmm. you're no longer splitting up your development teams. Yes, you realize you're going to get twice the twice the amount of games coming out on the single platform instead of having to divide it up and go, this experience is for this and this experience is for that. And you're going to have all of Nintendo's dev groups unified working on this one thing. So, you know, if you've got... It's not like, you know, if you had a Wii and a DS, um, you know you were going through a period of time where there wasn't a lot coming out on your Wii, but there was a bunch of stuff on the DS, but you wanted stuff for your Wii, Uh or vice versa, you know, one unified platform means no more splitting up your resources, and you've got more stuff coming out potentially, with any luck, more consistently on the Switch to to keep the uh, droughts from happening.
0: Uh, I can see that, yeah, that's true.
1: Um, On top of that? I'm going to be selfish here and say that this could be really good for Metroid two. This could be a, a chance at a, a, you know, last uh, resurrection here, because if they drop support for the three DS and switch is their only active platform that they're supporting, then they don't have to sit there, you know, wavering going, well, do we do uh, a 2d on the handheld or do we try and do a 2d on the, On the big screen, you know, one of the – and figure out where to put it to potentially get it to actually sell, Mm -hmm. you know, there's only one platform. You've only got one place to go with it. That's where it has to be. And on top of that, you can have it on the big screen if, you if you know, your customer wants it there, or you can have it on the go if that's the way they want it. And we can pick – and consume it however and wherever we fucking like that way.
0: And people might be mad at at me about this, but I could actually see Federation Force working on the Switch because when you're on the go, um, you know, for eSports, when when they have the picture of people playing around and, you know, practicing and stuff, that would be so cool. Like, Federation Force could be fit for uh, the Switch. The control would be better instead of playing it on the 3DS. You know, you could probably use like the game, um, the Pro Controller for it, and everything. I think will work fine for that if they decide to do it. Like, I could see a Federation Force remake on Switch.
1: It could be done, but I really kind of hope they
0: don't.
1: Not at least until we get another main line out.
0: I think when it comes to another main line, Metroid Uh, because I know people are like well is it going to go 2D, is it going to be 3D, like is it going to be first person shooter, you know, well first person adventure I should say Uh, where do people think they should take this because I think if they do 2D it's going to be too linear Um, and they're going to be like well they should have took what from Action Verge, um, if they do 3D, uh like other M they're going to be like well you you can't do the same things that uh made this game uh fail um and it can't be linear uh and then if they do uh, FBA, uh FBA, then it's just like do you continue the Metroid Prime series or is this like Metroid I think 6 or
1: uh well, Metroid, it, it would be was...
0: Metroid 6 right
1: uh, 5. Dread was 4. Or, er, Fusion was 4. Dread would be 5.
0: I thought Other M was 5.
1: It, no, it's not numbered. Other M falls between Super and, uh, Fusion.
0: Oh, that is right, because Adam is alive. Um, yeah. and then in Fusion, he's okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, Other M was not a numbered, uh, entry into the series. Okay.
0: So, th- so, Metroid Five would be like the a complete new game.
1: Uh, yep, that would take if they if they continued on the numbered line, uh, it would take place after Fusion.
0: Okay. Her Deal. With...
1: I've I've got ideas for that, but you know, so that's that's a different issue. But yeah, um, shit. What have you been playing?
0: Uh, I've been playing. Destiny, um, I've got to finish The Taken King and finish writing about that. Um, I got one more, no, I got two more weeks, and then my 40 day is up, and I'll be uh, talking about that. Um, Batman, The Telltale Adventure, I finished uh, episodes one to three. Such a good game. Like, they, I am outblown on the storytelling, my actions and stuff that I pick like it really is good, it feels like a comic book it really does, and I was just like, okay, I'll play this one thing, and I played the first chapter, with the sleep, the next day played the uh, second and third chapter, and was just like, okay I love this game, like it really is good, so I gotta do four and then I played Watch Dogs 2 uh
1: I've been playing the off of Watch Dogs. I've been playing Listen Cats.
0: Listen Cats? <laughs> oh my yep. goodness. Let me throw you off the cliff. Go to that corner and put your dust cap on. <laughs> no, Listen,
1: shut up. Cats. Listen Cats. <laughs> it's a thing. Shut up. What?
0: <laughs> Sounds like a Nickelodeon cartoon.
1: <laughs> oh God. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually been playing stuff this week, which is weird. I've been trying really hard to make some time to do it. Um, been playing through a hunk of uh, the original Mirror's Edge again. Um,
0: ah, we just discussed that a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I want to I play that in uh, Catalyst.
1: It's, it's flawed, but it's still fun. That's one of the few games that I actually pushed for like the big achievement, where I made it through the whole fucking game without shooting anyone.
0: Uh, I, I do want to play that first Mirror's Edge, and um, I'm I'm waiting for Catalyst to go on sale, um, and if there's a good sale for for Black Friday, I'm I am going to pick it up because I do want to play that. I want to give it a. The original's
1: right? like five bucks on Xbox Live right now.
0: Ooh, uh, for the uh, games would go Black Friday.
1: Yeah. Uh, that shit's live, dude. It's like five bucks. Go get it. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up.
1: Um, what else? Been playing through Dead Space. Like, actually, um, I I have intentions of finally trying to get through the whole series, uh. But I'm I'm plowing through the first one. I'm about halfway through. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. No, I. I I miss Dead Space. Dead Space is great. That's a series that can come back. I'd play more of that.
0: I think 3 um, killed it. Like I think
1: will I'll make a determination on that when I get there. I think
0: but, when, yeah, I think when they did all those microtransaction things to killed it.
1: Well, yeah, you know, it's microtransactions for you. Yeah, so. pretty much.
0: Um <laughs> I did play Titanfall 2's multiplayer. Um, also, I did a little bit of that, uh, was getting my tail kicked, but I I, I was just having so much fun (laughs) in that game. Oh, um, have you, you didn't play Sleeping Dogs,
1: right? Uh, no, but that's coming out for Games for Gold, so.
0: I really want you to, I hope you download it, and I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, I am planning to do Outlast. So I am doing a horror game. Um, okay. And Burnout Paradise.
1: Fuck yes, Burnout Paradise.
0: Yeah, I I that's the one I need to try. Everybody said that game is so good. I love Bur- Takedown, um, but Takedown's I fucking amazing. Oh, I love Takedown so much. It's like the Mario Kart, thing, <laughs> but more insane. Um. Well, you know, because it's weird, because I played Burnout Takedown like it was a a role-playing game. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was trying to to get money so I could uh, could invest in that game. Um, But Burnout Paradise, I cannot wait. I am going to download that one.
1: Um, So I've actually got a game on my list to uh, play, and I'm going to red box it this weekend. And I feel a little dirty inside for saying it. But uh, the more I see of it, the more I actually want to play the new Call of Duty. Uh, and Warfare looks fun to
0: me. i I,
1: like, I never had a liking for any of them before. Just couldn't give a shit. Uh, but Infinite Warfare actually looks fun to me.
0: And, it, I, I yeah, if you rent it, I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, but I uh, kind of want you to rent Titanfall 2 also. Like, I kind of want you to rent both of them and play them and then see the difference and just be like, I think I'm having more fun in Titanfall 2 than Call of Duty. Uh,
1: I don't know. I just, I, I like what they're doing with Infinite Warfare with the, uh some of the, the Zero-G stuff and, uh-huh. you know, the, the assaults on like some of the carrier ships and everything. It just, it looks cool to me. And so I want to get my mitts on it and I will likely with any luck, get my mitts on it this weekend. Um, and get get into a hunk of it and make a decision if I actually want to buy it.
0: I know I picked up Pokemon Sun and Moon. Um, I'm trying to get Dishonored too for Black Friday. I know Final Fantasy 15 is coming out, and uh, Super Mario Maker for 3ds is coming out. Uh, but The Last Guardian is kind of the next big game that I need to get. I know. That oh, much.
1: speaking of. Uh big games that have uh, been infinitely delayed uh, more word coming out that it sounds like breath of the wild is not coming until like June or July
0: I don't believe that
1: I don't know this is getting more and more specific for something that's not credible
0: I I'm holding my breath I'm holding I'm holding some I, like, water before I drop my ramen noodles in that
1: I'd tell you you'd be holding your breath or your blue in the face, but you'd never tell as black as you are.
0: Of course. <laughs> <coughs>
1: I'm Which just checking like Thunderwood Thunder Wonder. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's I I won't be surprised if it's not there No,
0: the this is what I'm pissed off at. I'm pissed off at the fact that Persona 5 got delayed to April.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't add me. They cannot do this. They cannot do this. You cannot delay that game that I pre order at GameStop to April. You yes, th- you
1: can. They just d-
0: did. D- uh, why? Because if they drop Mass Effect Andromeda in March, as it, if it's rumored to be dropped in March, and it's close to Persona 5, I'm not playing Mass Effect. I'm playing Persona
1: 5. You'll play Mass Effect.
0: I'll play Mass Effect until Persona 5 comes. Because then I have to finish I have to finish Mass Effect within a week and a half. Within five days.
1: That's doable.
0: That means a lot of stuff I gotta skip.
1: Yeah, but it's doable. Well, yeah, that is true.
0: But if Breath of the Wild is still out in March, then, it's Ma- not happening. then Mass Effect is going to be pushed back to it the It ain't sky. gonna make it. I think it is. Did you think the Wii U version would come out before the Switch version, and they just added more stuff to the Switch version?
1: I don't know. I'm I'm almost wondering if they weren't going to do what they did with uh, Twilight Princess, where the you know the GameCube version was the one that was in development you know all along, mm-hmm. and then it got you know hopped over to the Wii, and then they released it with the Wii at launch, but made the GameCube wait.
0: Oh, that month of stuff, yeah.
1: So I almost wonder if that's what would have happened. But given the, uh, the production on the Wii U is ending, I, I don't see that happening. So if anything, it's going to be one last hurrah and they're both going to come out on the same day. Yeah. I don't think that they would put it out on the Wii U in March and then on the Switch in you know June, July and shoot themselves in the foot like that. It would be a terrible fucking idea.
0: Well, Anuma... Ha-
1: you you need to push that shit on the Switch so that you get the install base going so that you can garner that third-party interest.
0: Right. Well, Anuma have not said anything, and if there was going to be a delay, um, I think he would have did another video and said that there was another delay because of the Switch, which I still appreciate to this day that he came out and said that uh, the game was delayed and then we got what we seen at E3 which one so,
1: I'm sure that we'll hear officially that it's been delayed when uh, when January 12th rolls around and they're talking about launch stuff
0: Okay. I mean if it does get delayed uh, then I'll put my ramen noodles in the boiling water uh, and then cook them and then eat them because there's nothing else I could do. But on the good thing, since Persona 5 is out the way, that gives me time to work on Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: I want to play Horizon. I don't have a PS4. But I want to play Horizon. Yes. Horizon looks good. Yeah, and, and Fucking robot dinosaurs. Uh, what more do you want?
0: And that soft park could just stay in the garbage bin that it came from. I, I'm not interested in that.
1: What, you don't want to play Fractured Butthole? No. Why? Stick of Truth was awesome. Stick of Truth was a lie. Stick of Truth was fucking hilarious. That game was fantastic. That game was, ugh. You shut your dirty whore mouth. Come do it for me. Uh, This is where it goes after dark. When
0: did it... look, when did it, when did it go like, hey, you just said that you had to go put your penis away. It wasn't, that, wasn't that dark enough?
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I put it away. I'm too lazy to get it out again to stick it in your mouth to shut you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may have officially crossed the line. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, it's it, it, I guarantee you it's not making it for launch. It's just not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I, I do think though that if they, if they drop support for the 3ds, mm-hmm. maybe six months into the Switch, then I, I think it could mean good things for the Switch.
0: I don't I think really they go- do. I don't think they're going to uh, drop the support for 3ds or the handheld business. I said because they make too much money for the handheld, so I, I think 2017 we might see like a new handheld system I would um, bank on it if not if not 2017 2018 um, I would bank on it I I would I would I have to bank on it uh, because um, I had to get another another
1: switches their exit from the handheld market no, no, the dedicated so. handheld market I I don't think so but it's it's too fractured at this point. There's been too much conversion over to, you know, mm-hmm. cell phones and tablets at this point for them to really merit putting out another dedicated handheld system. And so the Switch gives them that flexibility to, you know, say, you know, here's a game for the Switch. And it's it's kind of short and digestible, but it's great for on the go. So take this with you when you take your Switch on the go. Yeah. Well, you know, can I say
0: this? It's been weird uh, in my area. People been buying two ds DSs like
1: crazy. I don't know why, considering that that ninety nine dollar new three DS is coming around on Friday. Right, but yeah, it people are not Make any yeah. sense why you would do that? But again, it's you know a whopping eighty bucks, and it's you know easy enough to put in a stocking.
0: Yeah, well, I know I'm getting my new three DS Friday. Yay! So happy. Can't wait.
1: I'll get mine eventually. I'm kind of on a game-buying hiatus at this point. I've bought so many fucking games in the last two months. Like, I, I need to like work hardcore through a backlog of shit that I have not played uh, yet or finished yet. Uh, and I'll probably just be doing all that until Switch comes around in May. Or March, rather.
0: I need to finish Paper Mario Color Splash and uh, Tokyo Mirage Session. Hey, I still need to finish Xenoblade Chronicles X. Like that's still my 2015 game of the year, which we are going to be having our world one one game of the year. I'm, of course, I give it up to Larry to name it whatever he wants to name it because if you know our titles, <laughs> the wonderful Red Red Velvet Nordic Beast himself has been naming our episodes, and they've been so funny. Besides one.
1: No, they're all funny. Shut up. I'm looking at you. <laughs> for that for that <laughs> particular... I will not apologize for pushing my wife down the stairs. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, well <laughs> I think we're going to close. I'll get ready to close. Uh Larry, do you have anything to plug?
1: Uh get on our Facebook page, share it out, blow it up let's let's grow this bitch um you know i have been saying all along and I, I absolutely mean it you know i've we we've got some intentions for the show and for the group uh next year but you know it, it means that we need to make sure that we are reaching a decent sized audience to make it a, a worthwhile venture to to make some of that happen for you but you know if if you like it if you love it you know share it with your friends if if you hate the show then share it with people you don't like and you know forcibly subject it to the you know subject them to us um i either way we win but uh yeah blow it up um i'm not going to say much but we may have a special guest lined up uh in the coming weeks uh with any luck if it comes together it'll be fucking super cool uh, if not, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's the thing. Um, you know, uh, we, we've got the pinned post for, uh, the link to archive on the Facebook page where you can get to all the episodes and all their glorious unedited, unaltered, uh, format, um, Again, it, it'll probably be about another month and a half until things calm down. But we'll uh, we'll hopefully be getting the the RSS stream figured out and fixed so that we can get a direct uh, feed going on iTunes for just this show, and it'll start you know breaking off on its own from the other nonsense that Eddie has it attached to on hey. iTunes. SoundCloud. I'm fucking with you. I love you. Shut up. Okay. I love you. Shut up. Thank you. But um, so yeah, that's, it's coming, you know, it's, it's been a very hectic period and, you know, as a, a new, new ish group, new ish show, you know, trying to get the pieces to fall together and, you know, it, it happens little by little, but it, it, it does happen. So hang, hang with us and, uh, you know, help us grow. We, we appreciate feedback, um, you know we appreciate uh, discussion out on the uh, out on the Facebook page. Um, also, uh, shout out a uh, fuck you to the uh, moderators on the end, on the Nintendo voice chat uh, forum page. Um, I shared out a post from our site on the page uh, regarding the AM2R debacle, and uh, there was actually a, a good conversation going. And I woke up the next morning, and the post had been removed without any reason and/or warning. Um, so I, I was a little irked at that. I'm like, "Really? This is bullshit." But whatever. So um, that's my uh, that's my shout out. Is uh, fuck you guys, <laughs> fuck well, you NC
0: Well, we um, also have uh, coming uh, probably by the time you hear this episode a special. Um, thanksgiving thank yous that larry adrian and i um have at
1: the the end of the episode i'll edit everything in together oh okay yay Uh, it's it's all there
0: yay um and so we we do want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast um we do want to hear more of your thoughts and what you think about the show um, that's it. I want to hear if you did play AM2R and Pokemon Uranium. Um, we want to hear your thoughts about the game and how it feels that it got taken down from, uh, the game awards. Um, you can email the show at, uh, world, at, uh, world one podcast at gmail.com. D W O R L D 1 1 P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Um, you, you can
1: check f- that inbox, by the way.
0: No, I actually haven't. I I'm, I'm guilty I haven't. Um, because I've been at work about for twelve hours per day, ten to twelve hours. So I've been working lately, so but I will check it. Um you guys can follow me on Twitter at That RetroCode. Um, like Larry said, follow us on Facebook at World One One uh this episode is kind of early normally larry drops it when we get done recording or when he has the time on archive.org so do check out the original versions of those uh even with that special title <laughs> I, and i and trust me i love larry uh i had to explain to him why i couldn't do for that title on soundcloud only on SoundCloud but if you want the real if you want the freshness that hotness go to archive.org and give us a listen and get the full uh, the full real experience
1: yes (laughs) Um, nonsense
0: (laughs) uh, and uh, Adrian couldn't be here because I think he's out of town uh, I know he's doing something that Tony is, I think is also out of town or spending time with family. Adrian
1: is busy being deported because he's a snow Mexican.
0: Oh, wow. We're, uh, we're, hold on, what did you put like with 1,750,089 uh, pesos? Pesos. Was- <laughs> I was just like, what kind of... And then I thought about it and then it just started laughing. I'm like, even though I was on the show and just kind of like, oh my goodness, this is a funny title. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, we want to thank everybody uh, So do turn do tune in at the end um, Have a safe Thanksgiving Have a safe Black Friday sale If you're going to Walmart Try your best not to get trampled uh, Spend time with family and friends uh, We here at World War Memorial, We love you all We thank you guys for listening um, And just be safe this holiday uh, And with that everybody Uh, We are out. Bye.
1: Peace out. you've reached the secret Thanksgiving day bonus level. Um, We just wanted to take a a couple minutes at the end of the show here to uh, talk about a little bit what we've been thankful for over the course of the year. Um, Of course, unbelievably thankful myself for uh, my beautiful wife and my gorgeous daughter that came to us Easter morning. Um, Much thanks and much love to uh, both Eddie V and Adrian and uh, Tony for uh, helping uh, put the show together. I, I think I may have steamrolled them into the idea, but they've gone with it and we've had a lot of fun doing it. Um, of course, thank you to all of you uh, listening and uh, helping us grow our audience. Um, you know, like I said, we want to be able to do more with the, uh, with the world one, one show and uh, the page. And we, uh, we, we won't be able to do that without your support. So I want to say thank you for the support that you guys have put out there so far and, You know, we we hope to grow our uh, family here more over the next year with you guys as well. Um, Also got uh, a few words from Adrian and uh, Eddie right after this. So I'm going to shut my app and uh, let them talk. Thanks, guys. What am I grateful for?
0: 2016 has been a big year for change in my life. The first machine in my indie game studio started for real, and within months we released our first title, Tuna Cycle. Because of that, I quit my day job, took a full time, followed my dream. It wasn't easy, but it was the right decision to make. I've made more friends than I could ever imagine. I podcast a lot more. I even got to interview some really amazing, talented people. I went to Fife Expo and rocked them all. I saw four of my closest friends get married. I traveled back to my hometown for the first time in five years. I saw my family a lot more, too, and I've never been closer to them. Overall, I think 2016 has been the year where I've been the happiest, and for that, I am very grateful. Hello World Wonders, I'm your host with the most, the chocolate donut with wonder, Mr. Eddie V. And I just want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. Hope you are spending good time with family and friends and getting some good eats before you go out for that Black Friday shopping. Um, I just want to give some quick thank yous. Uh, First of all, I want to thank God and his son Jesus for saving me, keeping me, loving me, watching over me throughout the year, my friends and family, um, just how he just continued to bless us with great things. So I'm really, really am thankful for that. I'm um, thankful for my co-hosts, Adrian Nieto, Larry Giver, and Tony Zilakakis. Thank you guys for recording this podcast with me. Um, most Sundays we try to do it every Sunday, but sometimes we gotta take a break cause things come up. Um, thank you, Adrian, for all the laughs and the indie games that you recommend. And the topics that you do break in Even hosting Um, Thank you Larry Giver for just all the hospitality Naming the podcast Editing you know things And just getting stuff together Um, Really do appreciate it Tony Zinakakis, thank you, Professor Panty Drop, for being our West Coast correspondent, for coming on the show, giving us your thoughts, and laughing and nerding uh, nerding out with us. Thank you for being my FAQ for Earthbound uh, and Mega Man X. And just teaching me in Greek culture and everything so thank you guys once again Um, I want to thank my three bosses Justin and Villarreal for the anomalous video network thank you for starting me off with optional opinion giving me the platform to be able to express my opinion and ideas for video games Um, truly thank you for that and allow me to be on the uh, the Deluded Geeks podcast with Chris, uh, Jonathan Ryan and Matt thank you guys just for the wonderful times that we have to my other boss, Corey Derrick. Thank you for allowing me to be on the DNA Network uh, for writing and being able to podcast. Thank you for all the hard work that you do. Really do appreciate it, dude. It's an honor to be a part of DNA. And it's also an honor to be a part of my, uh, with my new boss, Kyle Wake, um, For Team Nerd, just thank you, man, for everything, for the discussions, for a podcast connected, for allowing me to do reviews and just being able to express myself. Thank you for all the laughs and the talks that all three of us have. Uh, on the chat and stuff. Just wonderful. Uh, to Kyle Deuce and Johnny from uh, FBI. we with Johnny and Deuce. Thank you guys. You guys are like brothers to me. I do appreciate your friendship and your love. You keep working hard. Keep striving for it. I enjoy your podcast, so I do want to thank you guys for that. Anthony Cantu, what else can I say? <laughs> thank you for being on Optional Opinion and just being a special guest and being a great, awesome, amazing friend. Love you, man. Just truly love you. Uh, to Ty Oxtra from Secret, uh, Secret Friends United, Josh Brent from Life of Gaming. Ray Lee and Rebecca from Phoenix Overdrive Thank you guys for all the hard work Thank you guys for all the discussions And everything that you guys do um, You guys make me feel like family When I'm on there And I'm able to interact and talk to you guys um, And also to the fans out there For World 101 Thank you guys for listening to the podcast Joining in the discussions We can we do this uh, podcast for you guys um, It's a lot of fun recording But it, it's also great to hear When you guys give us feedback so thank you.